Hi, and welcome to the Lone Star Play Podcast, where we sit, eat, chat, and repeat. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong, and we are coming to you from Austin, Texas. The Lone Star Play Podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com and you can search your city for local restaurants, stores, butchers, farmers markets, and more who are using organic, fresh, artisanal, and local sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. Um, it's called Hate LA. I don't know if you've had the chance to listen to it, but yes, yeah, I was super. It just hit like 200,000 plays on Spotify. I was like super stoked about that. Um, but it's crazy. People want more. They always want more. So it's like, I feel like I just dropped that like three and a half weeks ago. But people are like, okay, well, we've listened to that like three million times. So let's, you know, whatever. So I've just been constantly working, like I said, just on new music. And my next single that I'm dropping is called Stupid Boy. So it's it's kind of, it's, it's a great title, but I feel like a lot of people are like just putting it with, with things in their head, which is fine. You know, people are gonna do what they gotta do. Thank you for joining me for another great episode. Today, my guest is Rudy Gutierrez. Uh, Rudy was on The Bachelor, Listen to Your Heart. That's what it's called. And um, yeah, she was amazing. Um, it's basically a show where couples got together and sang as well. So sort of mixing The Bachelor and you know American Idol, if you will. Um, and she was probably the most popular singer, in my opinion, the best singer on the show by far. I just had a great conversation about uh, some of her best performances on the show. Um, and she's also, you know, coming out with new music on her own now. So she's got some stuff coming out this summer, July 10th, I believe. She'll go into more detail about that. Very cool interview. You know, remember, we had Chris Harrison on uh, from The Bachelor. So, you know, well, I guess we're just going to try to get on a lot of uh, Bachelor and Bachelorette, you know, contestants, um, if they're from Texas. So anyway, yes, Rudy is from uh, San Antonio. So uh, we just talked to her about that, what she's been doing during the pandemic and all that. So, yeah. Enjoy the podcast and my guest, Rudy Gutierrez. I live in LA like with two roommates who are never there. So I go from like being completely alone to then like being with a, a huge family. So my brother, his girlfriend pretty much stays with us too. So there's eight people in the house at all times. Uh, <laughs> I, love, I love, I love the family. So. Are they yeah. all from San? They all came from San Antonio. Yes, we're all from San Antonio. Nice. Yes, uh, my mom's from Mexico City, so I know what uh, big families are like. You know, yeah. when when Latins get together, we get together. We get together. Know? We know how to do it right, baby. That's, yeah, that's, 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 that's true. right. That's awesome. Well, good. So you just how long has it been since you moved out there? Um, I've been here since March fifteenth. Um, my place is still in LA. I just, I came home actually for, um, some family reasons. And then I wound up staying here. I was like, I didn't pack anything. I literally <laughs> just came home. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Texas for a couple days. I'll go back. I'll go back to LA. And as soon as I was getting ready to go book my flight back, everyone was like, Oh, just kidding. The world's shutting down. I was like, okay, well, I guess I am here in Texas. So I've literally been in Texas for the last four months and I'm like, I'm still paying for my place. Like I said, and, and I, I just have no clothes. I've been wearing my mom's clothes, my, my sister's clothes every single day. Um, but yeah, so it's been good, but I'm, I'm definitely ready to, to get back to work over there. Absolutely. Like so it's just kind of like, you know, we're just kind of waiting around at the moment, but 
Yeah. Is there any sign of like when that could be? Because they keep extending things, right? Like, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm hoping, not thinking, I'm hoping that by like mid July, I'll be okay to just go up there and slowly start doing sessions. And, um, you know, you just have to be careful. You can't go and, and act like, you know, nothing, but just to, you know, slowly start working again. Luckily I have a lot of work I can do on like the computer, but I'm ready to like go in sessions and write and do music. So, um, Oh, I yeah. bet. Yes, absolutely. Has, um, have you been writing a lot since you've been sort oh of quarantined? God. I bet. Right. Like the only thing I can do right now is just write. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm literally have a journal filled with just like lyrics on lyrics. I luckily my parents, uh, they flew down my producer from LA and, uh, he stayed with me for like two weeks and we got so much done. So, um, we just finished recording my next single that we're releasing and, um, I'm, I'm super excited about that. So hopefully maybe I was like, if I don't go to LA, you're just gonna have to fly down and live with us here in Texas. And he's Hispanic too. So he's like, I love it here. Like good Mexican food and big <laughs> family. So I'm like, I think you're just supposed to be my brother and you're just supposed yeah. to so. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious i'm going to kind of jump ahead a question here because of just something you brought up um yeah. you know so you you know you're famously on the bachelor listen to your heart right but what i'm my wife actually brought this question up to me she asked uh oh, i thought it was really interesting because of your experience on the show did it change your songwriting and did it also change like the style of music you may write in now right like by being exposed to different things you know you're writing one way one style of music did that just sort of blow everything open and yeah honestly, i think if i had gone in maybe not knowing who i was as a musician maybe that would have led me to want to be different but since i've always kind of known exactly what lane i want to be in which is you know pretty much pop R and B. That's pretty much the lane that I, I want to go. I, that's who I am. I, I sing with soul and I like to dance. So um, that's never really changed. That's kind of, you know, I, that, that is who I went in and that's how I came out. So um, no, but I think if maybe I were in a different position, it might have because there was just so many different people, you know, on the show. Sure, so, absolutely. Yeah. Did they have like vocal trainers and things like that that were working with y'all or just? they just left y'all to just go with yeah, it just figure it out yourselves there it's supposed to be <laughs> like actual musicians so um you know for the most part i think everyone pretty much knew what they were doing <laughs> absolutely oh absolutely you could tell um you know from listening to it and watching it yeah um i'm curious after you know that amazing performance y'all did of shallow what sort of preparation y'all did for that like rehearsal wise you and matt or and were you excited about the reception you got from it um, yeah, so it's funny enough, we, we got maybe like a, a, maybe like seven hours total to, to practice the song. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, and that, uh, that last performance, I wound up getting really sick. I think I was just stressing myself out, honestly, but I was, I was not feeling well. I almost didn't even make our one, we have like one band rehearsal, <laughs> that's it. So I almost didn't even make that because I was feeling absolutely terrible, but I was like, no, we have to go. This is like a huge song. Matt didn't know the song. So I sucked it up and like. I, I felt terrible, but we, we had, you know, maybe an hour with the band and, and maybe a couple out. I wouldn't even say seven, honestly, five, four or five hours to get it together. And, you know, little moments here and there where we could practice, you know, that accumulate two, five, seven hours. Um, but yeah, it, it just wound up coming together so beautifully though. Honestly, I was so, I just remember praying literally so hard before because we kept messing everything up before we literally were messing everything <laughs> up before. And I was, just, and I say it in my interview, I'm like, 
I, we're just not on, like we weren't on, we were trying to, you know, you kind of rehearse before you go on stage and he would, he would do something wrong. And then I would do something wrong. And I was like, we're about to like bomb this, honestly. Like I was nervous and I, he ran to the bathroom last minute and I was like, where do you go? Cause we always pray together. And I just sat down and I was just praying. Like when I was kneeling down, I just prayed, 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 prayed. And then we got him on stage and everything was fine. So <laughs> I'm very, very, those prayers definitely came in handy. They were working for me, but um, yeah, it was, it was, it was insane. And the response that we got from it still, it's still crazy, you know, and um, just very lucky and blessed for that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a powerful performance. I mean, it's absolutely a wonderful performance. I mean that. It's just absolutely incredible. Um, and I'm curious, you know, you talk about, you know, rehearsing little things. I, I do music myself. Uh, not on your level, of course. This is just me and, my, <laughs> me and my wife, you know. She's like, stop stop playing, Patrick. Uh, but I'm curious, was there a pivotal, because I know if when I'm working on a song or whatever, there's always just this one the crux I'll call it, you know, that just like, you can't get that one part, right. Was there, what, what part of that song was it just like, man, we are, I know you guys were talking about messing up on these things, but what, there's our one part where you're just like, we cannot get this. Yes. It was for him. It was words because he didn't know the song. So he missed some words and that was kind of like throwing me off. That's tough. I mean, that's, yeah. a, that is tough. He a was lot. to me for words and uh, it, it was, that was a big thing. And then also, um, we had a couple like little nuances that we tried to change to make our own. Um, so I'm falling, like as simple as that is, it, that was like a little, nah, that was like a little tiny thing that like we would just get mixed up. And then if you get those mixed up while you're harmonizing, it sounds not good. So absolutely. So yeah. Like, really, honestly, the tinier things that probably really we were just freaking out about because we're musicians, but um, it, you know, that, and then, and then, like I said, the words like on the chorus, yeah. you <laughs> Uh, but we somehow we, we did it we well, I think we just really had to like lock eyes and just like you know go for it so no you guys crushed it it worked whatever I think nervousness and a little bit right when you perform like that helps I think a little oh, bit 100%. I'm always so that sounds I guess it's more like anxious I don't, yeah I'm nervous like you get nervous before the show but as soon as I step on that stage and start singing not maybe as soon as I step on because I'm still very nervous when I'm on stage but as soon as I start singing <laughs> it kind of all goes away and it helps that adrenaline like that keeps you going and and keeps you wanting to like just you know kill it so I I would say I don't I can't imagine getting on stage and like not being nervous that's insane to me but yeah. right that would be I think even that's that's what I've always said <laughs> that, that seems worse to me that seems like how are you not you yeah, know nervous totally. yeah yeah I think it just means you care that's what I've heard other artists say. It's just, it just, it shows that you care about what you're invested in and that's why you're nervous about it, you know, and that'll come out in your performance. You actually, I remember in that performance, there's a part, I think after the first little part y'all sang together, you kind of like, I agree. this moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I was literally crapping myself on stage. I was like, that's why I just was like, just take a breath because if you don't breathe, you're literally going to faint on stage. Yeah. So I just took a big breath and then, you know, singing and it was all good so yeah but that's very endearing watching that as a fan that's those are endearing moments honestly those are like moments that connect you with that person uh so uh, you know i wouldn't feel whatever it's 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 the yeah. moment you're in the moment and we feel that from you, you know? right yeah and and that's kind of all my you know my mo is just 
be real. And, and I was, I, I'd be like kidding myself if I did, if I couldn't take that deep breath and just like show a little moment of nervousness, like exactly. that wouldn't have been what was actually happening in my brain. So yes, yeah. I agree. That's fun. <laughs> but anybody in that position. Um, and yeah, and it sounded just, again, it just sounded so amazing. It really did. Um, I was blown away by it. Um, yeah, I, I read, um, that uh well i didn't read i'm curious if lady gaga has responded has to that you would know because i would have been screaming <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah no unfortunately I, it was funny because i posted my instagram video and um literally thousands of people were like lady gaga, lady gaga, lady gaga. and i, I kind of knew that it was like a long shot but it was just so sweet to see all the support from everyone and um everyone just you know they all loved it and that that really was more than I could ask for. So Absolutely. Lady Gaga put cherry on top, but. but <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's really, um, I'm curious, you know, I know that that performance um, is probably the most talked about, but in your mind, was that the one you're most proud of? Um, I, I always look back and I think out of everything, um, Tennessee Whiskey was my favorite. That um, is amazing. That's an amazing one. Yes, I, that one was. Thank you. Thank so you. Yeah, I think it was more of like, because we both were so comfortable. That was the one song we opened the card and we were like, oh, we both knew it for the most part. Like he knew it better than I did. Um, but I had like, I knew it for the most part. We, it was just not so stressful learning it. And so by the time we got on stage, it was like, I remember we took a shot of whiskey and like, we were just like, let's go. And I never like drink before, I, I can't, but I was so relaxed and so excited to just go have fun with him. I was like, let's take a shot let's go, like, let's have fun. And we just literally, it was just so much fun. And maybe not technically, or, you know, it was the most impressive or whatever. But that one for me, I look back and I'm like, oh, that was just, I had a blast that day. Like, it was no worries, just go up, have fun, whatever happens, happens. And um, the other one, I, I was just very stressed. because I was like, oh, my God, like, this is like, the finale like we're getting to the finale and like the other one was just like you know what we had one solid performance if we go home it's whatever you know and then <laughs> so and i think you can feel like, we just had fun like i was just like yeah sing like and, and it was more i feel like of, of a, a song for him and i was just like really cheering him on and just like wanted yeah. to see him like soar so uh yeah maybe because it was less stressful for me that was probably why <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah that was that's my favorite yeah, that's, that that uh that song it was amazing. You guys did it just seem relaxed. It's a relaxing song, right? It's just it's meant to be that way. Yes, exactly. It's a classic too, right? It's a complete classic. classic. It's my my dad's favorite song. So when I opened that card, I was missing my family so much, and I was just like started crying. I was like, oh my god, my dad's gonna be so happy. He loves this song. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Texans love that song. We love that song, right? Yes. Like, yes. yes, yes. No, that's amazing. That's awesome. Okay, so new music. Let's talk your new music, Rudy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I released my last single on the last, um, I guess it's been a month, almost a month ago now. Um, it's called Hate LA. I don't know if you've had the chance to listen to it, but yes. Yeah, I was super, it just hit like 200,000 plays on Spotify. I was like super stoked about that. Um, but it's crazy. People want more. They always want more. So it's like, I feel like I just dropped that like three and a half weeks ago, but people are like, okay, well, we've listened to that like 3 million times. So let's, you know, whatever. So I've just been constantly working, like I said, just on new music and my next single 
that I'm dropping is called Stupid Boy. So it's it's kind of it's it's a great title, but I feel like a lot of people are like just putting it with with things in their head, which is fine. You know, people are gonna do what they gotta do. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited about this one. It's gonna be. Um, I think it's going to be like a summer vibe, like just bumping it in your cars. All the girls that have had trouble with stupid boys, even the guys that have had trouble with stupid boys, even the guys that have trouble with stupid girls, you know, they can <laughs> stupid girl to my cars. It's just a jam. And I'm like super, super stoked on, on releasing it. And that's going to be coming out. I'm thinking July 10th. So, um, yeah. Oh, right on. That's awesome. Um, is, uh, what, what are you, I mean, I'm sure you want to go out and perform live, right? With this stuff. Yeah. I, How is it tough to plan? I mean, I'm sure it's got to be impossible to plan that right now. Yeah, well, it stinks because I feel like right now I have like the most opportunities and it's like all on pause. So yeah. um, just kind of waiting for life to be normal again. Luckily, I have to keep reminding myself that it's not just me that's going through it. It's literally every everybody um, in the world. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it'll it'll come. It'll happen when it when it's supposed to happen. And I'm ready. I'm been trying to just keep my stamina up not get lazy so that when it is time to perform that i'm ready to give a really really good show so absolutely what was it like um you know recording during all of this or did you record some of it beforehand yeah um it was a lot more boring than it usually would be Being like because you you know you go in and you go in a, in a studio and you get to have your people that you're with and like I said I literally just had my my producer fly down and that's all it was just me and him and every day we woke up and it's a lot harder because when you're in LA you have time to just you know say you want to get it done in two weeks you can go every other day and get it done or every three days, you know what I mean? And get a chunk of work done. But here, since he was here, we're like, we want to take advantage of the time. And he just left two days ago and I literally slept all day long. Cause I didn't, I don't think I got literally one hour of sleep while he was here. I, we just woke up and we'd go to my room and I was, my recording studio is in my closet now. So it's, and we'd have to do it with the air off and it's, you know, and we're in Texas and it's yes. hot here. So I literally spent every day for two weeks in my little closet, sweating my butt off and um, <laughs> just getting stuff done. And it was just like, we, we didn't want to stop. Cause we were like, okay, well, we only have five days. We only have four days. We only have three days. Like, and then on the last day we stayed up for literally two days straight. I was like, at this point, I'm not getting any good work done. Like <laughs> we need to just chill. We had literally the last day, I think we had like six coffees each. We literally, oh my gosh. Coffees. And I, off of one coffee, am like absolutely insane. Yeah. So imagine me <laughs> off of six coffees. We were literally bouncing off the walls. Um, but yeah, so it was it was good. We got a lot of work done, but it's it's different. It's different. It's not the same writing with people. I love to write on my own, but um, getting to sit in a in a room and bounce ideas off, you know, yeah. people. It's it's a lot more fun that way. And um, but you just you learn to adapt and can't make excuses. If you want to get stuff done, you you get it done. So. Yeah, great attitude. That's that's great advice too. I agree a hundred percent. I'm curious about you know th this podcast is a little bit about food as well. I'm curious what sort of food like you get into while you're recording. Do you change that up? Do you have even a certain style of food that you follow? Or you eat day to day? Or are you vegan or vegetarian? Anything like that? I'm not vegan or vegetarian. Um, I love. I I do love meat. So um, <laughs> we honestly get up. We probably don't eat anything until dinner, but my mom, that's the one good thing about do it writing here at home because my mom <laughs> makes the best Mexican food on this planet. Literally like 
so good. So she literally was cooking, like we come out and have enchiladas and like, you know, tacos and just like every night we had this Spanish rice, like just good fideo. So I love, I love my Mexican food. Um, but I also just love food in general. But I had to say like the last two weeks, we literally, he was like, I was like, do you want anything else? She's like, no, like your mom, whatever your mom makes, like, let's have it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> usually we'll just pick up fast food, like in LA, we'll just go to In-N-Out and just grab a burger, eat it real quick, get some coffee, get a little biscuit or something and then get back yeah. to work. But that was what's nice was about being home was because like we just had really good food. Usually we're eating fast food for dinner. So <laughs> that's true. When you're in California, is there something besides your mom's? you know, home cooking that you miss food wise, like, I don't know, Whataburger or something. I don't know. Las I don't know if you guys, you guys don't have one. No, it's only a San Antonio based no. thing. So yep. we, it's a taco. It's a taco place. Basically they have breakfast tacos. I love tacos. I think that's my, either that or pasta tacos and pasta, are my favorite food. Um, but <laughs> it's a little taco place here in San Antonio. There's a few of them, but, um, it's so good. And literally my family, they eat it a lot. So when I come home from LA, I'm like, let's go to Las Palapas. They're like, oh my God, no, we just had that like four days in a row. <laughs> but that's like the really big thing I miss. I also do love Waterburger so much, but I went like my, the year of me being 20, I, I ate it literally every day consecutively. So I got, I took a little break from Waterburger a little bit, but um, yeah, tacos, any taco place here, honestly. What else do I miss? I don't know. Tacos are, I'm with you on that. Oh my gosh. Well, we do have really good taco trucks in LA, but it's like different. It's different tacos. You They're have like, different, right? They yeah. Do, they don't do like the breakfast tacos. Like yeah. they, they do they breakfast do. burrito, right? Isn't that right? Yeah. They do do yeah. breakfast burritos. That's not, what I've had. It's not like in Texas though. The Mexican food, honestly, to me, it's like incomparable. So that's like, besides my mom's food in general, just eating any Mexican food here, like it's just not, it's not the same. So honestly, I, I stay away from Mexican food over there because I'm like, I know I'm not going to love it as much. So I'll just eat some like Italian food or something. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not alone. Uh, everyone that I speak, you know, every guest that I speak to that's in LA there says the exact same thing about tech, like missing that from Texas. Like yes. you're, you're not alone. It's, it's something about it. I don't know what it is because um, there's like Mexicans there. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a text, the Tex-Mex part of it. It's yeah. Not, you're right. How to put their own like flair to it. And, and that's what I like. I guess that's what I like. Cause I've heard LA people be like, well, we don't have like Tex-Mex food. I'm like, Oh, that's what it is. That's why it's not as good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I completely understand. I've lived other places where you don't get it and it's, you fiend for it. You didn't realize how much you loved it until oh, yeah. it's taken away from you. Oh yeah. No, I went to Spain. Um, also and and great uh, like I, I love eating their food too but it was the same thing i was like where is like i feel like they didn't have like a lot of flavor in their food <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious it, you know their their food is um it's very just fresh based you know i lived there for years it's just it's just about fresh ingredients yeah, and not many food. spices right right you're right it's different it's yeah. uh, you're used to mexican food like me too there's a lot of flavor and <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, you're right. It's, uh, it, Mexican food's like closer to Indian food, uh, in that sense. Um, you know, I always compare those two. If you ever had Indian food, it's, it's very similar. So, it. yeah. Um, anyway, like anything else about your new music that you want to talk about? I don't know. I don't want to, you know, miss anything. No. Yeah. I think that's basically it. Just, I think what I'm focusing on right now is just releasing singles and, um, you know, maybe in the next six months to a year, I'll, I'll put an EP together. But right now I just want to consecutively just 
pop out a single one after the other. So if you have heard the last one, keep an eye out because there is going to be another one very soon after that one's released. Stupid Boy comes out again July 10th. And um, after that, another one's probably going to come out around August 10th. So yeah, uh, just that's the new way, right? You think? I think so. I think it's, I think it's, you can do a lot on your own these days. And if you can, why not do it? You know, yeah. what is it to hurt? Just releasing music. And if people are already, you know, liking what you're putting out, then that's just more of a, a motivation for me to just keep, to just keep releasing and giving these people more of what they want to hear. So definitely more, the, the, this next song is, isn't, um, it's more vocally. I think you can hear me singing a little bit more. I think that's a lot of people want that too. So, um, I gave that a little bit more of that into this song, which is really cool. So they can like hear my voice a little bit better. And um, the next song after that, I think I want to release like a, a dope, like ballad song where you can really hear me sing. Nice. So, which I think people are going to really want also. So, yeah. Of course. Absolutely. Are there any artists that you're just like dying to work with or? Yeah. So I, it's funny because I love, I grew up loving listening and being obsessed with like old jazz. I love the Elvis Gerald, Billy oh, Collins, really? Matt King Cole. I don't really know. Wow. where um because i just I, I just really liked it from i just remember being like 12 years old and just really like looking it up on my phone i don't even know how maybe i heard it somewhere and oh you know what it was uh the notebook i don't know if that's when i came out but i remember hearing that like the, the piano was yeah. just beautiful. i just remember like looking up like what you know so i i went from an early age of love jazz music and i think that's where i get a lot of my soul from and just I just love to sing with all of that, you know, those different runs and, and, you know, adding that flavor to your song. Um, but Christina Aguilera was someone that I was just like so obsessed with too. And like the mainstream world when I was younger, but now I, if I'm at, if you're talking like collaborators, I would say, um, I want like a rapper on one of my songs. Like that'd yeah. be, I'd be like pop R and B. So, um, I mean, if we're talking like whoever I want, I'm going to go with Drake uh, because I absolutely love him. And, you know, that's like speaking out of this world. But, you know, let's just speak it into existence. Um, I love Russ. He's I don't know if you know who Russ is, but he's a he's an artist who did everything himself, literally everything himself. And wow. he's like been a lot of inspiration to me to just I'm like, hey, this kid can do it. I can do it. And maybe not every he's literally he produces, he masters, he does every single instrument on every single one of his tracks. and. Um, and he's huge and he, he made it, he's good. And he's like, you, you can't, you can do it. You just have to want to do it. Um, and so, yeah, I think him, Russ would be, Russ would be really, really cool. That's going to happen. That's going to happen. I can feel it. That's, but you're right with that attitude of putting it out there. That's how you make it happen. Yeah. I mean, right. Like that's it. That's, that's, yeah. it won't happen unless you have the desire and go after it. Right. I mean, be confident. You have to know it's going to work out. And I feel like a long time, for, like for a long time for me, I wasn't, I wasn't confident and I wasn't, um, I didn't do that. And, you know, a lot of things didn't happen. So I was like, let's, you know, let's change the attitude. Let's see if that helps a little bit. And, and it definitely does. It just, it helps with everything. You know, it, it helps you get up in the morning and, and work and instead of just being like, Oh, it may or may not happen. Like, no, it's going to happen. And you have to give yourself a reason for it to happen, you know? So yeah, definitely helps for sure. That's awesome. And look, you're from Texas. Yes. Like you, you've got something in you, like all Texans do. I'm learning from doing this podcast. We were having so many people on that are from Texas that I'm just learning about, um, you know, Johnny Mathis, we had him on legend, right? Just, uh, we're getting BJ Thomas on who's saying, you know, raindrops keep falling on my head. That guy who's saying all those beautiful songs, right? You learn about all these great people from Texas. There's something about the state. 
What is that? <laughs> you know, it's, um, I, I don't oh, know. Oh, yes. Right? Oh, I thought you were going to tell me something. I was like, no, I know. I, 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 right? I left the pin drop, right? No, I didn't I say nothing. <laughs> no, there is. There is. I don't know what it is either, but there is so much talent from here. And I mean, we have Beyonce. I can go on. We have Beyonce, exactly. Huge. Demi Lovato is extremely talented. Demi Selena Lovato. From here. Um, you know, just there's, I don't know what it is either, but Texas is making some some musical babies, some talented, not even just musical. There's just so many people here that are just talented in general that are, It's you know. crazy. You find out who's from Texas. You just start to like, what, really? Oh my God, that makes sense. It just starts oh, to make sense. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it makes sense. I'm curious, uh, you know, well, I know you got to move on, Rudy, but I'll leave you with one thing. I'm curious, like we had Chris Harrison actually on the podcast too. Um, oh. And he's from Dallas. Um, did y'all ever talk about Texas on set at all? Like, I'm curious of that no we didn't our time was very short with him like it, he would come in do his work and then we would be like hey chris and like i'll give him hugs and you know yeah. talk here and there but no never we never got the chance to bond over texas unfortunately. damn damn I, next time i mean you know <laughs> well that's awesome well rudy if you know i don't know if you have anything else um you know you wanted to discuss or anything else you wanted to say to your fans or anything like that feel free um yeah, otherwise I I'm good. I think just uh, thank you everyone who's been supporting me and, and listening to my music. And like I said, a lot of new music to come. Stupid boy again, July 10th. Go bop that in your cars. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much yes. for me. Oh gosh, it's been amazing. Uh, really, um, you know, wish you the best moving forward with your music and, you know, concentrating on that because you absolutely are amazing. And that's absolutely uh, the lane you should be in. So, thank you so I appreciate that. Thank you for having me, Patrick. I'll talk to you soon. All right. I really hope you enjoyed that podcast as much as I did. If you have any questions for me, please feel free to email the podcast at patrick at texasrealfood.com. And don't forget, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, you know, all the different places you can get podcasts. You'll, you'll find us on there. Or you can just go to our website, go to the Lone Star Plate. Com. And you can check us out on YouTube if you want to watch it. You know, we video these, now, you know, on a little webcam here and go to the Texas Real Food YouTube channel and you can find it there. Make sure to follow uh, Texas Real Food as well on Instagram and Facebook. Subscribe. Um, and if you, you know, are so inclined, please leave us a review anywhere you can. You know, follow us on Spotify or leave a review on Apple Podcast. Uh, that would really help us out. Thanks again for listening. Really do appreciate it. Um, without you guys, we will, you know, what's the point of doing this? So if you have any suggestions on how we can make the show better, please let us know. Thanks again. Be safe out there. Wash your hands. <laughs>